0: Welcome to this JOY 94.9 podcast.
1: We want to hear from you.
0: It's time for our listener survey. So head to the JOY website and let us know what you love about the station and your presenters. Maybe you'd like to share your thoughts on JOY's program production team, the volunteers behind JOY podcasts.
1: The result of this survey will assist us in continuing to be the best
2: possible station we can be.
0: Head to JOY.org.au and have your say. JOY 94.9, your voice, your radio station.
3: Good afternoon, Melbourne. You are in the escape pod on this absolutely stunning Melbourne day. Can you believe it? What oh. a gorgeous
0: day. It's a Perla, Russ. It's My goodness, earler.
3: listen to those voices, everybody. We have Russ Masterton, Mark Adams and Joe Pryor.
0: Get out of town. We're I all here for musketeers. a change. What's <laughs> going on.
3: It's, not it's a special th- occasion. Yes. It's not only the Three Musketeers, but this is Melbourne's most uplifting music mix on this station did we know that
0: yes we did have we won an award or something (laughs) no we haven't well we have today (laughs) i feel uplifted just hearing that (laughs) (laughs) thrilled to hear it and the world of travel hasn't changed much in the last seven days joe what news things have happened
3: now you've got me there. What has happened Nothing. this week? No. Well,
0: and usually it's a bad story, so it's quite. No, we've, we've, we've been pretty blessed recently. Yeah, There's we been have no horror stories around the world. And We're I'm grateful that. for that. Yeah, mm. we are. Grateful. Um, you know, I can talk about um, uh, travel bargains later in the range, but at the at the mm. moment, early birds are on, so you should all be going crazy and booking for two thousand seventeen. It's all got good stuff, but we've got uh, a special guest Healy's here today, exciting. and who is going to talk to us about something that um, you, you might only be getting on public transport to get to, but it's a very 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 interesting project. Andrew from FTM Shed. Andrew welcome to Escape Pod today. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Andrew what is the What's Shed? happening? Yeah. Well, the
4: Shed is a support group for trans and gender diverse men, mm-hmm. masculine peoples. Uh, so that that's what we do and I guess in, within our own circles we're quite well known but uh, the trans and gender diverse community can be feeling quite isolated as individuals around just generally in our own place. And I was thinking as I coming in about your travel show and I thought in some ways it's like being overseas or something in a country you're not used to and, mm. and you can feel quite foreign. And it, it, this, don't get me wrong, every trans and gender diverse person has a different experience of life. But quite often you can feel quite isolated and quite lonely within your own home.
0: Yeah, of course. So So what does The Shed do to help people um, build relationships with people who are in their community when, when of course, there's distance between each of you?
4: That's right. So The Shed has a Facebook group so that people can talk no matter where their location is uh, and connect with other trans men and and gender diverse peeps. But um, we also have support groups so that people come together socially and, and meet But what I'd actually come on to talk about today was um, Movember Foundation have have, uh, recognised... Transgender versus men as men, which I know that. I mean, my well, goodness, Andrew,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> good God, are you sure we're in the right country?
4: I, I, I know, <laughs> you mean they've finally got there? <laughs> to us, this is really huge, right? Yeah. This is the most exciting news we could tell you. Oh, all, that's fantastic. all week, actually, yeah, and that's it's great news, really, really awesome. In that, uh, they've been running a, a program, um, a fundrais a grant situation for looking you know, at. Isolated populations of men, mm. and chose to support us, and say that uh, we are in that way acknowledge us as as men, and uh, and say, look, ha- here's some money to actually look at what you can do to help people be a little less isolated and feel more connected.
0: Talk to the listeners about what that means, because not everybody has the experience and has uh, close friends who have gone through um, uh, the uh, trans
4: Well, it's issues. really interesting. because so yeah. re- How does
0: that resound with your members? Yeah, for instance, we
4: started doing a, a survey monkey just to see how people relate and what they do and what they don't do at the minute and when they like to meet and we- what they'd like to do and all this sort of stuff to see if we can better do what we do. And uh, one of the things was, say you want to go for a coffee, you think, oh, well, it'd be great to see and people like me, I'll go for a coffee or I'll go to a social thing, and we have members checking themselves whether they'll come. Because if they're in a group of trans people, maybe they'll be noticed uh. by all the world around them. And I thought, you know, my brother went to travel with, in Turkey. And the listeners can't see me, but, you know, I'm really white. <laughs> and my brother is of Swedish background. It's got really blonde hair. And his girl at the time, there was the same really blonde hair. And, and in, he's in Turkey, right? And there's no one else there with blonde hair. It's like this just stand out, mm. like really badly. Now, if you're female and you've got blonde hair and you're in ter- tra- tra- traveling in Turkey and you suddenly... You cover know,
3: up. That's what you do, Andrew. Well, yeah. That's, it, that's, it, that's
4: the first hint. But you're thinking, and there's five others I know that are here and we'd all like to catch up for a coffee. Well, you're wondering where you'll meet. You start thinking already, where's a safe place to go? What's, you know, where will Correct. people not see us? Mm. And if you haven't got a guy with you and all these sorts of things, you begin to start to look around your safety. And that's what it's like mm. For, mm. for trans people to think, if we're going to go out in a group, are we going to be noticed? Will we be safe? So that in itself becomes a problem to actually getting people to meet up. So it's interesting, and as you say, if you did do that and you'd be worried about going first to see the other five people with blonde hair and turkey, well, half of them, when you go, half of them might actually be covered up, they might be veiled up, and it mightn't be the horrible experience you thought it was going to Mm, be. mm. Uh, But when you're sitting at home deciding whether you're going to meet up with someone, it can be quite... Thing. So, uh, talk,
0: talk us through that anxiety of uh, living through the eyes of a trans person because it's not like everybody else who yeah. uh, just thinks they're going to be fine. Because it's a, um, even with a lot of uh, gay or lesbian people who, um, you know, for want of a better mm. word, passing as straight, yep. there is a level of anxiety that you're going to be outed or you're going to be confronted exactly. with someone who has very strong opinions about your humanity exactly. and it's quite often based on their mythology. Um, mm. So, walk us through why that's important for a trans person.
4: Well, trans people. Um, you've got all the old cliches, and none of them are true. And I'll get, you know, sort of pe- some people's backs up already. But, you know, we live in a binary world, mm-hmm. and you identified at birth as a gender, and that is based on your body. So, without going too far, well, as soon as you've gone through puberty, that body begins to change, and it isn't necessarily in line with what you want. And that basically means. You're trans. That's it in a nutshell in an easy explanation. Yeah. So you have an outward thing that you can't hide. It's not like you can just pretend to be straight. Mm. You're trying to... You are obvious at some point in transition you are obvious that and if you're something is up. you're trying to hide it, it, you're lying to your own humanity. Well, yeah, so that, that's what sort of goes on for it's a little work. bit with all of us. You know, there's this... No, one. I don't think there's a single person who's born thinking, oh, what I'd love to be trans, you know, that'd be just so good. <laughs> <laughs> <You know>? uh, <laughs> it's, that's it's, true. It's not that we're not proud and, you know, and all that sort of thing, but it, it can be a real challenge to accept yeah. yourself. <laughs> so when you go out now, do you feel safe
0: in our community? Hmm.
4: Oh, yeah, most of the time I do yep. um but I do check where where I am and uh, it's getting better every day just cool. like it is yeah. for for all of us in, in in many ways things are getting better, but I think that there's um it's like the marriage equality situation that um as more and more people get on board with it, those that are opposed get more under pressure because they yep. realise that, oh shivers, this might actually happen, you know, and, and they, they get more vigilant to to hate you yep. or to, to take mm. opposition.
0: Well, the traditional oppressor is That's losing their it. ability to oppress.
4: Yes, so it be, they become more dangerous, in fact, as the mm. as you get more accepted. And I suppose it's the same in, in the trans world, that uh, there are elements of gay and lesbian, there are elements of cis and straight and heteronormative community that that don't like us so uh, they get on the the up and up but that's a negative way to look at it because there are, are a lot more good spaces to go like as a trans man there wasn't so many years ago that you really couldn't go into an all male venue And feel safe, Mm -hmm. as in as in the gay world. Yes, and now you're pretty well. It's a bit
3: like being a woman, really. (laughs) (laughs) So, talking
4: of things, reality.
3: Sorry to drop that one,
0: because we we don't
3: get we don't get paid equally yet.
0: you get paid in girl money.
3: We're allowed to go in, but we don't get paid. Um, So, what? What's happening? You've got the money from November and so what's going on? Exactly. How can people get involved? Things are ramping up again. Please tell us all about the key dates and things. Yeah, the key
4: dates and things and what's going on. So we've had our survey monkey and now what we want to do is get some guys in a room together and talk in a bit more depth about what works for them and what doesn't work for them and what the barriers are and what how they connect well in any other area of their life do they like sport are they in a cooking cooking club are Mm -hmm. they in an art group how does that group talk to them how do they connect what happens there so that we can try and overlap that and put it into our own community and work better so there are some dates there are some focus groups if you like we've got one on wednesday night at 7.30, there's another one on the 2nd of October and one on the 15th of October that people can get Fantastic. into. And we're known as F2M Shed, so ftmshed.com.au is a website, and they can register on there.
0: So what was the Facebook as well?
4: Yeah, the Facebook group exists and the best way into it if you're not in it already is to call uh, is to catch us on the website. Yeah. Because it's a secret Facebook group for <laughs> oh, all okay, the reasons. Nah. For all the reasons, <laughs> secret we've, thing. Just, we've just been discussing because yeah. people who are new coming out don't want it actually necessarily popping yeah, up enough. on their profile in their news feeds yeah. that
0: And is it, is it a busy page?
4: <laughs> um, we started three years ago yeah. and we've now got four hundred and five members. That's awesome. yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. so, so it's good. Yeah. So yeah, just refresh us on
0: the, 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 the uh, FTM shed. Just tag us through the principle and, and uh, what's going on. The contact details again, because yep. somebody's out there yep. struggling to find a bic or a kilometrico that works.
4: <laughs> yes, FTM Shed dot com dot is the website, and that's the best way to get in touch with us and have a look at the website. It gives an overview of what we do, but we are a support group that does meet in face-to-face and has got digital support as well. So So
0: your meetings, are they all in Melbourne or are they...? They currently can be are. regional as well.
4: They they've currently been in Melbourne. Um, we've had some camping trips and things and we try and get the camping trips oh. around different
0: areas of the camp. Joe's not a camper. So um, you know the only stars she sleeps <laughs> under no. a five. No, that's right. Uh,
4: so we try and use different areas of the state so that we can get out into the regional areas and go for a coffee with people in the country mm. and things like that as well. So it must be
0: trans men in oh,
4: Aubrey gosh. Wodonga, yeah, Shepparton, no, everywhere.
0: There's, yes. Hmm.
4: The Castleton. latest numbers in Aubrey Wodonga are. Huge, like I don't know. There's a cluster over there. <laughs> well, it's
0: absolutely those farming the border. <laughs> those farm boys are all a changing, aren't it they? It's, it's <laughs> absolutely happening out there in the regional of Victoria. So, and yeah, and, and when you get together, you have fun, obviously.
4: Oh look, it's absolutely huge. It's it's. Fabulous. It's one of those things, too, that's a real dilemma because I started the shed, as I said, three years ago, and the first year of meetings, I actually felt ill. And I don't often say this, but it, if you, it's a double edged sword. You get in a group of trans guys, and until you get acclimatized to it, it actually can make you really. Uh, dysphoric because you're looking in a mirror at yourself and all day long you don't think of yourself as trans you just think oh yeah i'm going around my life and i'm a guy and that's fine and and then suddenly you're in a whole room of people
0: like you and it's like oh gosh does it trigger every anxiety
4: it can can. so we absolutely acknowledge this and for anyone listening out there thinking oh wow i don't know that i could cope with it come along just just get
3: Get, get a laugh, yeah. have a
4: joke We it, use humour a lot to.
3: And just you say that you've got food Provided and transport costs, does that Also yes. include maybe a Valium Tablet <laughs> Well,
4: the, the way we were I just like to be <laughs>
3: practical, Andrew
4: Cup of tea in effect <laughs> Yeah, well there is that Component of, of discussion, I suppose Do we self-medicate we are we having a drink Or two, and we try and Stay away from the alcohol and the drugs In our groups because one, we've all ages and two because there's a lot of guys with issues on that yeah. area and oh, they, okay. and they want Addiction to issues. stay away from it you know that no, they, they want enough. to be able to meet up and not have that in as an additional challenge mm-hmm. um, but it's a little Credit card we're going to be getting, you know, that's loaded with some money, and they can actually buy their own whatever they like with it, or contribute to costs because some of the guys from regional Victoria, for hmm. instance, are paying like fifty dollars a train ticket to get down Correct, to a yeah. meeting.
0: Well, that was my uh, yeah, next question so is about affordability, and uh, people it. with trans um, uh, trans people quite often um, have uh, not as well employed. Correct.
4: Yeah, so Thanks. that's that we to keep that as not a barrier. Mm. We have funding to provide assistance getting to the meeting, and also. A bit of food and enjoy ourselves while
0: we're there. Fantastic. Just wrap up with those um uh, website details again and uh,
4: the dates. The ftmshed.com.au will have the dates on it if you're missing them, but the this Wednesday the 21st of September there's Sa- Sunday the 20 the blah, Sunday the 2nd of October and Saturday the 15th of October Fantastic. are
0: options at the moment. We need you back on the show again. Yeah, we Don't need we? you for a whole hour well, we to need talk to about find many out different out
3: issues. What happened I think after the 21st of September? Yeah, welcome yeah, to come back and yeah, yeah, we could Yeah, please. yeah we it would be really nice to have, like, an after-party show. Yeah, after could you get a couple of
0: um, the other guys to come on?
4: Absolutely. Yeah, that'd sure. be fun. Mm. Yeah, mm. Yeah, for show,
3: Yeah, and we can tell you our travel stories. <laughs> Excellent. That's
4: yeah, do yeah, yeah. Hey, look, any time you want us on to talk about trans travel, mm. that would
0: be a topic in itself. Awesome. Yeah, we have. You know, we've had Megan on before yeah, uh, for Yeah, going through body scanners. Correct. And passports. How take your tea and ID. You, and look, oh. as a... How you do your packing. Exactly. Well, what to pack, you know. And I've been in line in custody with um, a, a trans person and yes. I, I lost them in the, uh, in, the, um, in the queue, but they were about to go through a body scanner and I, was, I, w- I wanted yes. to watch and see what they were going to have to go through with the, um, with the customs officials, but yeah. I, I, I didn't get to see it. But all of these things would be great on, the, on, on a yeah, travel show to you, listen to. Absolutely. Yeah, anytime yep. you want yep. us yep. in, Let's we'll, do we'll that. get a couple of yep.
4: guys and talk yep. over that stuff because that's awesome. We've <laughs> I, had, love,
0: um, I love Joe's how to
4: pack. <laughs> do you actually know what packing pack. means?
0: No, Yes, me? I do. Yeah. Okay, well, I would love to know. Well, that's, that's another show. <laughs> that might have to be after 9pm. That
3: could be while we're bringing you these messages. <laughs> we're
0: off. Joy 94.9.
3: Joy 94.9 is made possible with thanks to over 300 volunteers who work hard every day of the week to keep us out, loud and proud, on air and online. This week, we'd like to thank Betty. Betty has been Joy's official photographer since 2012. In fact, she's taken a huge number of shots of us in the escape port, hasn't she? She's just been amazing. So she takes a huge number of photos at our events, our outside broadcasts and of our interview guests. Last year, Betty was awarded the Anne Hamilton Award for Volunteering Excellence. Her commitment to Joy as a volunteer is amazing, and she is a key member of the team. It's also her birthday this week oh happy birthday betty absolutely from everybody at joy thank you betty and happy birthday to learn more about joy volunteer vacancies head to joy.org.au forward slash volunteer joy 94.9 your voice your radio station
5: joy 94.9
0: 94.9
3: You're on Joy 94.9 with Melbourne's most Uplifting music mix, and of course, the most uplifting dialogue in the escape pod. (laughs) It is 21 minutes past two, and that, of course, was Donna Summer with I Feel Loved. Now, in the escape pod today, we've got Russ Masterton, Mark Adams, Joe Pryor, and we've got yet again another team of special guests. So, without further ado, we would like to welcome both Marissa and Larissa. Do it in a dress. So good God, please tell us what this is all about. (laughs) We've just done it in a shed and we're not sure if we're in a dress or not. So what are we doing now?
1: So Do It In A Dress is a fundraising campaign from the charity One Girl. And it's basically um, just a fun way of spreading awareness and raising funds for the issue of girls' education. So we're asking people to put on a school dress, pick a challenge, raise some money and you'll help educate girls across Africa.
3: So who's One Girl? Tell us about them. So
1: One Girl's a a charity based in Melbourne um, and we're all about educating girls. We've got the mission to educate a million girls across Africa and we're working currently in Sierra Leone and Uganda, um, two places where girls aren't given access to education and we want to fix that.
0: Okay, so what does that mean uh, in the Ugandan Sierra Leonean context that girls don't get an education? What is the outcome of that lack of education?
1: So when girls aren't educated, there are a whole myriad of problems that are caused. So girls can be forced into child marriage, they can be forced to have children before they're ready, and they basically don't have access to choice. You know, education empowers people to make decisions and good choices for their future, and without that, um, they don't have that choice. So we're trying to empower them to create better futures for themselves.
0: And what's, when the, the girl gets the education, what is the change in life opportunity?
1: the change is huge it's it's immediate but it's also you know into the future so a girl um is more likely to um She's more likely to earn a, more of an income. She's more likely to be able to support her family. She's not likely to be married in married off as a child, and she's um, just more empowered to make decisions that are better for herself and better for her family.
3: So, what what what's the challenge? You said do it in a dress. So we we put on a um we, we do the Chrissy Amphlett thing. <laughs> We've got a school dress on, and, and then, sing about touching yourself. That's right. We've got a provocative song, and uh, it's very short. <laughs> it's got, you've got stocking etc etc, et um, but what's the challenge part what, what, what's that component?
1: yeah, so this is where we want people to have fun with it. We can people can pick any challenge we 've had people do skydiving, climb Mount Everest, do all kinds of crazy things, but they can also do something really normal, like just go to work in a school dress or go to uni or go to class. Um, it really doesn 't matter as long as you do it and address you're raising awareness and raising funds for this really important issue so
3: Marissa, have you done a challenge?
2: I am about to do a challenge. I have a charity party that is going to be on the 9th of October, uh, which is a Sunday. So I'm about to, yeah, hold a very big challenge. The reason why I came on board was my daughter came home from school. They were doing it in a dress at her school, raising a $2 coin like dollar coin donation day.
0: Don't they normally wear a school dress at school? They,
2: no, they don't. <laughs> Not a St. Kilda Park primary school, Mark. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> don't. But anyway, she came home quite disturbed and distressed that girls her age are marrying men three to four times her age and don't have any access to education. And I thought about it and thought, wow, well... You know, I want a New Year's resolution, so I've decided to... I found one girl, and they're all about empowering women and about women's equality, and this was really important to me. Look, I'm a single mom, and I know how hard it is and everyone's got their story. However, I have a voice and I have a choice. And for me, it's about raising awareness that these girls need to have a voice, and education provides them a voice by giving them a choice. So I have a charity party that will be the ninth of October. So what's
3: a charity party? Um, so you just got to, yeah. um, I'm just a bit naive. To, well, what's a charity party?
2: Well, I decided to have a bit of fun with it. So at in St Kilda at Big Mouth, uh, we have on the ninth. It's of, on
0: Ackland and Barclay there. Yep, yep.
2: On the ninth of October, it'll be sixty five dollars a ticket uh, for adults, which will include five basic drinks, finger food. We have some incredible dances which are the D Machine Dancers, and they are a youth organisation as well, and they're putting together an incredible dance. We have So it's a rocker, Stedford? Yes, a little bit. <laughs> okay, my dear. Uh, silent auctions, um, but, yeah, my aim is to raise $6,000 to educate 20 girls uh, for the year. So take it's them... a
3: pretty back. good aim, isn't it?
2: Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, yeah, I love
3: that's it. great. And Larissa, have you done a challenge?
1: Yeah, well, last year I actually went skydiving in my dress. Okay. Which was terrifying as a t- as a tandem drive, or yeah, dive or a single. Yes, I was I was with someone else, but it was equally terrifying. See,
0: I have skydived, and I yeah. don't think I could imagine doing that in my dress. <laughs> I but, but I have I th- jumped out of a plane. I know Joe is rolling her eyes in the back of her head. I have jumped out of a plane several times, but I've not done it in a frock. So oh, I could just imagine cocking a frock, time. jumping out of a jet. How <laughs> exciting! Yeah,
3: it has possibilities. <laughs>
0: um, I'm just daunted by the fact that these poor girls are being forced into um uh, marriage and and all of these things and um and the rest of the world is is a little bit naive to it and I think it's a it's a fabulous idea and so, certainly something that our um our community can get behind. I mean, I can't think of a gay man that wouldn't put on a a frock for this very issue and host a party. What do you think, Mark? You'd be right up there, wouldn't you? Not normally, Russ. It's not my cup of Chino, but um, I'm sure that um, there are uh, fellow brethren in our community who'd be bang up for it. Um, but um, I do endorse uh, anything that's going to help equality and take people out of a uh, life trap of being in, engaged, then married, and then uh, child having children, which in other countries is a, a very compelling challenge. Um, uh,
3: do you mean they're all dull bludgers?
0: No, they're not, but they are the sole um, caretaker of those children. There are no resources. So once you've had a child, you're compelled and you're obligated and obliged to look after that child. So talk to us about what these differences make to these women who do get an education. You were touching on it before.
1: Mm, absolutely. Well, we have One Girl has a range of education pro, pro, projects from scholarships, so taking a girl from th- straight through to the end of her high school. Um, and are
3: the schools actually available, and, and are girls able to attend the schools in in these countries, or are they actually closed to them?
1: no they are open. they are definitely open to them it's more there are other barriers i guess for girls to access education so poverty is one of them so mm-hmm. many families just can't afford to send their girls to school and if they do have the funds they do give preference to the boys because culturally they're seen as you know the eventual breadwinners; they're the ones who are going to be taking care of their families financially, and so girls and they just keep the same. system the way it Absolutely. is. Absolutely, yeah. and that's that's why education is so important because it empowers the next generation to then make a different choice.
0: And are you put in contact with the, these girls, and you you get to know them as well, and and it's it's like a bit of a a sponsee sponsor situation where you become friends and you watch the the yeah, um, well, girls go through school and well, so on. Well,
1: with one girl, we we don't do the direct sponsorship model, but we certainly keep in contact with all the girls. So all the girls, we have over 300 scholarship girls and um, we see them through to the end of their education. So we awesome. do know, you know, we keep up to date with how they're going and, and what's happening. And um, we try to make sure that that is really quite um, tangible for everyone who's supporting us because we know they want to know where the money is going and they want to know what's making a difference.
3: Well you're on Joy 94.9, Melbourne's most uplifting music mix.
1: I spy with my vista eye, something beginning with L. LASIK.
0: Hi, I'm Dr. Rick Wolf. LASIK is the most popular form of vision correction with over 31 million cases performed worldwide. 90% of VistaEye patients have LASIK used to treat short-sightedness, long-sightedness and astigmatism. And with our advanced technology, LASIK can now take less than 15 minutes as an in-house procedure.
1: I spy with my your free appointment. Phone 1-800-5050-49.
5: love's a mystery, and we think about it all the time. You can't ever force it, it's just something that you'll find. Cause for all your waiting, it's never where you thought it would be. love's a mystery, you're the mystery. No, you're the mystery for me Oh, la, 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 la. Joy 94.9
3: Joy 94.9 in the Escape Pod this afternoon, 27 minutes to three. And that, of course, was Judith Owen with the track Mystery. And that was a request from listeners in Adelaide. Can you believe it? We get all the way to Adelaide, Mark. I know. Goodness gracious. Across that
0: continental divide of half an hour time. I
3: know. Even (laughs) with with the bad water. I know. The floodings. (laughs) Cray Cray cray. Yes, it's been. um, So,
0: who are our listeners in Adelaide?
3: Uh, Our listeners in Adelaide are Lance and Carol. Thank you, Lance and and Cara. And that
0: was a beautiful track, and I'd love them to uh, message in on uh, Joy 94.9's many different uh, multimedia channels of accessing us live on air. Um, Aside from the Joy Chopper, there is a SMS line, 0427 Joy 949. You can uh, phone us, 1300 Joy 949, or email on air at joy.org.au. We'd love to hear why that song was important to you and why that was a request. uh, We would,
3: wouldn't we? And Mm. while while they're on... Thanks for listening in Adelaide. While they're on the website, the best thing they could probably do is become members. Oh. Oh my god so that's a easy. great idea. How do you become a member? Well, you just hit the I want to be a member button <laughs> and then you just add in your credit card details yep. and it's done.
0: And it's not expensive. No. If you're under 18 it's only 22 bucks a year. Mm-hmm. If you have a concession card it's 42. Individuals are $84 a year and families are 120. I
3: think Lance might be a lawyer so he might get the top That's $1,895. <laughs> <laughs> We have uh, for a special anybody practice in, in to
0: practice as a solicitor in Australia, thank you very much for that.
3: Absolutely. And we've got um, an amazing crowd in, in the Escape Pod today. We have Russ Nesterton, Mark Adams, Joe Pry, and we're joined by Andre, who's just... Uh, coming into the escape pod we've got gibson at my feet gently snoring and most importantly our special guests are marissa and larissa who are telling us about do it in a dress from the one girl um foundation or organization um can you tell us a little bit more about one girl marissa
2: well for me when i Discovered one girl. There was a whole myriad of things. What I love, they yes, they educate girls, but they also have a lot of other different um, facets to them. One is Launchpad, so that is um, help teaching women about should I say it? Menstruation. And,
0: yeah, no, no, no. Um, and, and, we know, know that they do it.
2: Yes. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yeah. And, and these poor women um, didn't have any access to anything to help them through that terrible time. So they weren't going to school. And it okay, was When you talk about
0: the terrible time, you're not talking about the period. You're talking about learning about what is happening to their bodies and the changes that are involved and how to deal with
2: well, the fact, menstruation. Yeah. And the fact that they weren't going to school because of this. So one girl put together a a thing called launch pad. So they made these biodegradable pads and sent them over. So that is now being educated to all those girls, and it's a really big deal for them. So it's been been brilliant. And the next one is business brains. So their girls that got access to business brains which is teaching them how to be young entrepreneurs so yes they do get educated but they'll go to the markets and teach them how to make say butterscotch or biscuits and okay so then they can feed themselves and continue on so one girl is about educating and playing this out so when they do have children they can pass this on so hopefully this moves on to the next step so that was a big deal for me
3: and how on earth larissa did this take you to africa
1: Yeah, so I've been lucky enough to be I've been working with one girl for about three years now doing communications for them. And earlier this year, I got given the chance to actually go over to Sierra Leone to see our work firsthand, which was absolutely incredible and such a life changing opportunity for me. Um, because you know Sierra Leone is literally on the other side of the world and the work that we do can feel so far removed from reality here because you know girls here have access to everything and as a girl myself growing up there was never I never felt like I missed out on anything and so going over and seeing the reality for girls in a country like Sierra Leone was incredible.
0: What was your first impression when you got off the plane?
1: Uh, I was terrified. I'd Why? never been. I'd never been to Africa before, so it was quite a quite a first experience. And Sierra Leone is far from a tourist destination, so um, the airport was small and the plane was small. And I um, the plane was small. The plane was small. I, did it have propellers? It, it <laughs> I felt like it did. It was. Um, I'd, I'd been on a sixty-five hour transit, so I was also a little bit jaded. Yeah, it's, Did it, you go
0: around the world twice to get there?
1: Pretty much. It's quite far. <laughs> so, what, what's the what's the most direct route? So I went from uh, Australia to Dubai to Nairobi in Kenya, and then to, through Ghana and then into Freetown. So it was right. quite a journey. So mm-hmm. I, I
3: thought you'd be able to go direct from Dubai, but yeah. I guess there's just not the need for.
1: Well, it's not. It's not a. a there's no but There's no A380s going. No, not many
0: people needing to turn left.
1: No, no. Um, but. Uh, completely eye-opening, you know, seeing seeing the work that we do firsthand and seeing the schools that we've built and the walk girls. Walk us through that because a lot of people sure. haven't been to
0: Africa and absolutely. Sierra Leone is a country that many people will never get to, to experience. So it's an amazing experience that you've been through. So walk us through the sights, the smells and when you got there and and what the girls were like and sure. all those things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So on the first day that I was there, I actually got to meet 80 girls that we support on scholarships in one go. And it was incredible. They were all so excited. They just rushed up to me, wanted to talk to me, share their stories and to hear how much education has changed their lives was absolutely amazing and incredible. And these girls have come through so much. So I I guess
3: even getting to school for some of them is, is a distance.
1: Absolutely yeah and they might be walking or they might be you know it's it's not like it's an, an, an easy thing to do um, and I also got to visit where some of them live and some of them live in slum communities and for me having grown up in Australia I'd, I'd never seen extreme poverty firsthand. so to kind of walk through the slums and see you know the lack of sanitation and the lack of running water and electricity and just the challenges that people face there was eye opening and quite confronting. How
3: but did you look after yourself in terms of you know, eating Health, food yeah. and and things like that, so that you didn't get sick.
1: Yeah, well, we were very lucky to have um, we have in-country staff, and so we were always kind of looked after, and I always felt safe. I, I never felt unsafe, but um, you know, it was it was easy for me, but it was also yeah, still very confronting, kind of hearing the stories and and seeing seeing where people were living and the conditions they were living in, and um, just made me more mo- motivated to do the work that we do.
0: And so you um um. Uh, have felt rewarded by travelling there. Is that given you a, a, a taste for um, for travelling um, to African destinations? I, I think for for the average Australian, they would travel to Africa and go to go to places like Kenya and to South Africa, which are which are very um, um, easy and safe places to travel to. Well, um, I places don't...
3: where Andre comes from,
0: exactly. Yeah. Andre's from South Africa, which is which is awesome. Um, I would not know um, of anybody, and I'm a travel agent that has been to Sierra Leone and you. Um, as, as a person who's who's just come back from there w- would you go again and and uh, aside from the um the reason why you were there did you um did you enjoy the experience as as a traveler
1: oh absolutely i mean there's there's certain experiences that you can only kind of get by by actually going over there and um meeting the people and it was all you know of course seeing seeing the poverty and seeing the conditions but also just the amazing culture that mm. um i was exposed to and, and and got a glimpse of just gave me this you know, just desire to see more. And And how would you describe their culture? Um... So friendly and warm Great. and welcoming. We would visit communities in rural Sierra Leone and we would be greeted by dancing and singing and that's really the way that they welcome people. Like right. just every community we went to, we were just showered with songs and the girls couldn't wait to sing and dance for me. So I think that's a really big part of their culture is music. Um, that's as a way to welcome people and just sharing, you know, sharing stories and sharing their journeys was just a really big part of it as well. They were just so excited to share about their lives and that openness and that welcomeness was something that I encountered you know everywhere I went in Sierra Leone which was great.
3: So what are the problems then that, that come about from having a, a cohort of women who have become educated within a large mass who are not? I mean yeah. how, how does society mm. cope with them and is it easy for them to have mobility in society?
1: Yeah, I mean, of course, there there are continuing challenges and um, education cannot solve all of the problems, but it certainly gives them the tools to um, make better decisions and start the conversations that really matter. So Marissa touched on Launchpad, which is our, you know, program to do with menstrual health and hygiene, and we found that, you know, when we first brought the program into communities, men were quite resistant to it because, you know, culturally, it's not okay to talk about periods. But as they saw how the women were um, enjoying using the pad, and how it was empowering them, they actually started to open up dialogues and... and you know channels for communication so slowly slowly we can see cultural change but it, it happens you know one conversation at a time one girl at a time and that's kind of our philosophy that change is slow but it's happening.
0: And you may not um, know the answer to this question now but what what, what, what would happen to, to, um, to lesbian women over there? Are they um, is that taboo or and, and if you don't know the answer today that's fine you can come back to us with an answer but are, are they acknowledged in any way and looked after as well?
1: Look I'm, I'm not sure so mm-hmm. I, definitely something that I want to look into because um, I know that, obviously, there, there would be some cultural um, challenges that they would face. Um, just, I mean, women in general face cultural problems. So I can imagine that um, lesbian and, and queer women there would also feel those things. But I'll definitely get back to you. In, oh, if you see. could. I yeah. think our,
0: our listeners would love to hear. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So. It's important. Well, Joe. Are you uplifted?
1: That is an amazing
3: travel experience. I'm not sure. I've got to get over that small plane first. (laughs) (laughs) But we are on Joy 94.9, and if we don't have Melbourne's most uplifting music mix, we have perhaps some of the most intrepid travel stories in the escape pod. You're on Joy 94.9 in the Escape Pod with Russ Masterton, Mark Adams, Corey, Adrian, Joe Pryor, gibson the chow chow and that of course is some of our uplifting music mix oh. that's the Bronsky beat with tell me why
0: they have uplifted me throughout the decades the Bronsky beat i can tell you right here and right now weren't
3: they a bit of a one-hit wonder
0: no they had um um hit that perfect beat boy oh, oh yes. yes they had a whole heap of um um songs on there so it was all absolutely fabulous
3: did they indeed Were they still around with um, Molly Meldrum Did he
0: Yeah yeah Molly would have um, introduced He would have
3: introduced them Remember Jimmy yes.
0: Somerville And all of those guys Yeah that's they were right on there. Yeah. Now
3: it's all coming back to me in a rush
0: <laughs> The 80s Remember the 80s Joe? Oh I
3: remember it the It was 80s. our hero era It was It was just like doing Knots and crosses with cocaine lines Oh <laughs> Wasn't it Gosh
0: You have no idea how We We may not have known each other then But I'm sure we were in the same toilet block <laughs>
3: Isn't it amazing how how paths can cross and you don't realise it? Like jet streams in the blue sky. I knew I knew you from somewhere. They all say that. Oh, you're the Joe Pryor. (laughs) Yes. Damn. Now, in the Escape Pod today, we also have Marissa and Larissa from, um, well, they're here to promote Do It in a Dress, which is um, an activity from One Girl. But uh, I'm not sure, Russ, is it time for your rant? Because we did did miss it last week.
0: Okay. I can rant. I'm happy to do so. I think maybe
3: we can do a rant and, and then we might hear some travel tips about how to get through Africa.
0: Alright, alright, that sounds excellent. Now look, this week I, there are a couple of things I'd like to talk about, Joe, if you don't mind. Now, now right. first of all, segue here. I was walking my dog today. Yes. Gwenny and I didn't have a plastic bag And someone chose to abuse me In the park for not having a plastic bag Now this made me go Home and Google Countries in the world where you don't have to pick Up after your dog Well there aren't any I'm here to tell you today Now what happens to you in Madrid Is if you get caught They're not picking up your doggy poo poo You do have to um, They fine you and you have to become a street Cleaner in Madrid mm, mm. For career yeah. That's, your That's your. That ends up being okay. your career for a week. You do have to st- clean the streets. About the only place where I think I'd feel comfortable would be Paris. Now they do have laws in Paris where you must clean up after your after your animal, but the Parisians, being as sophisticated as they are, often don't because they believe they pay their taxes And the city. Should do it. Should yes. do it. Now I had to think hard and fast this morning, Joe. And,
3: and I have to say, I've had to do that too every now and again. If there's been a third attempt at going to the bathroom, yes, that's meant, I've had we to
0: are Richmond. Look three around f-
3: for a very large oak leaf.
0: <laughs> we are Richmond three one two ers and we do clean up after our dogs. <laughs> we we do. We that's do. right. So I did say to this lovely lady today, who was very angry with me, I said, "Look." I do come down here every morning with my dog, Gwenny and religiously clean up her poo. I would never leave it for you to stand on. Mm -hmm. But what I don't do is I actually put myself in other people's shoes and understand that just occasionally, occasionally, they may not have a plastic bag. And you know what I also don't do, lady? I don't abuse them for that because I understand that Every now and then you don't have a yes. plastic bag. You fly
3: out the Amen. door. Yeah.
0: Yep. So I told her to back off in and, more and words it, than one. Let me tell that you, that was jo. the end of
3: the conversation, was it?
0: She went off in a huff, <laughs> and I went and found a plastic bag and cleaned up Gwenny's mess. And yes.
3: there's usually something. Unfortunately, yeah. there's usually something lying around that yeah. you can use. But I couldn't or let it go. There's someone else th- that you can say, hey, can I have yeah. a spare? I one? couldn't
0: let it go until You're I not- got in here. I had to share it.
2: The- <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a great, great topic. Yeah. Um, in the USA. They have little uh, we, they have um, y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all have um, the little poles, and then you can just grab the individual um, plastic oh. bags. Really? In, Some, in sometimes the they're areas. not
3: in every park, though, and sometimes yeah. they're
2: empty. <gasps> <gasps> what? That's no, that's never happened. Now,
3: no. I'm t- on
0: to one a- other bit Come of useful pointy. information. Useful information. I have the top ten things here that people steal from hotels.
3: <laughs> oh, right, okay. Now, and you, that is this from a particular hotel No, town?
0: just any hotel, right? right. You're going to love these. I, I, I was amused by the number one thing that people steal from hotels is the Bible.
3: Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Can like, you is a believe door stand that? Or like a door I have
0: stop. no idea. I thought it would have been towels or bathrobes or slippers, but how we got to the Bible, I have no idea. It's for rolling papers, Russ. Oh, of oh. course, rolling papers. What a good hey, idea. It's, nice for when
3: you, it's for when you forget a bag.
0: Yeah. Now, the other thing that. <laughs> that's right. Use the Bible to pick up after Gwenny. The other thing that I was really fascinated by this, and this I had to sit down for because I was laughing my head off. People steal artwork. <laughs>
3: now, yes, they do. I,
0: I, this is all very new and to they me. Also I mean, leave I
3: messages on the back of artwork. too. Oh.
0: Well, this is all very new to me because I'm I'm going away, as you know, soon. Now, I thought I might I might just poke my little head into the you know the Borghese Gallery or something like that, and just pop a nice little statuette in my suitcase and bring it home. What do you think? I think you'd get caught.
2: Yeah, they'll charge okay. you. Okay. Right? charge your card. No,
0: I know. Go a great big piece of art off a wall, and you just slip it into your suitcase and take it home. People are bizarre, though. They are. What would you steal from a hotel, Joe?
3: I have stolen an ashtray.
0: <laughs> have you mm. for your cigars? I
3: did. I stole. I stole mm-hmm. an ashtray. Yeah, that's about it, though. Yeah. What? Oh, and they... it was a long time ago.
2: Well, uh, I need uh, towels, so
3: I would still.
0: <laughs> Come Mark, on, Mark, head waiter. You stole the head waiter. I am loving your work. We need to talk after the show. That's easy. I need travel tips, big time. (laughs) Speaking of travel tips...
3: Yes, come on.
0: Have our girls got travel tips today? You both have travelled, you to a fantastic African country. What did you pack when you went there?
1: Uh, Pack really light. Yes. Because you're going to be on several planes and it's going to be a 65-hour transit, so you don't want to be lugging heavy, heavy bags. Um, My other travel tip would be go to the doctor and make sure you get all of your shots because you can't... A lot of a lot of African countries you actually can't get in if you don't have your fever ah, shots. good, so,
0: good point. Yeah, very good shots. point. So travel light.
1: Travel light. Get your shots.
0: And get your shots. What would you travel um, on your next trip? What would how What would you pack that you just can't do without?
3: Oh goodness gracious! Well, I'd love to pack Gibson, but I'm not allowed to. Oh. So he he's got to stay behind. Um, I think what I don't what I travel with always is a hat. Ah, and okay. a, a big broad-dream hat, particularly because I'm usually going somewhere where it's going to be warmer. Yes. And I, I pack that into my um, suitcase first, and I put all of my jewelry into the crown of the hat. Yeah. And then I pack all of my other things around it, and I've got and I put some dry cleaner plastic over the the um, the hat, and then I just you know roll everything around it, so I can come out with an Audrey Hepburn style. Oh hat, God. With ease. How? But the trick is to pack it in the bag and make sure you, you, know, you put your jewellery or your socks or something. Oh, How I don't wear glamorous. socks, Glamorous. whatever. I, can't,
0: I can see you in New York. I can see you in London. Audrey Hepburn, eat your heart out.
3: Yeah, you always need a big hat.
0: You're fabulous. I'm going to some messages on that note.
3: (laughs) You're on Joy 94.9 in the Escape Pod. It is two minutes to three, and we would very much like to thank Andrew, who came in today to talk about trans issues and uh, how they can be helped with the Movember Foundation that was absolutely terrific so we're looking forward to having Andrew come back and tell us all how the September party went and we've had uh, both Larissa and Marissa um, talking about do it in address Um before you, you ladies leave is there a, a time limit for do it in address do people have to get onto a website and sign up for their event or their challenge
1: Jump onto the website, doitinaddress.com, sign up and create a challenge. And Marissa's got her fabulous event happening on October 9th. So.
3: Okay, so you should look out for people, you know, leaning on you for a few extra dollars during October.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Throw that, some dollars their way. It's a very good girls.
0: I'm going to do it in address.
2: Excellent. You'll have to come along to our party, Russ. I'd I love to see love you in a address.
0: I I'll be down there. Don't mm-hmm. you worry about that.
3: Okay, well, the most important thing is don't leave Joy 94.9.